WUNK Southern Soul Radio, the podcast. Interviews, charts, news, and so much more. Hosted by DJ Smooth D. So come on and join us. Come on, D. Take it away. What's up, family? It's DJ Smooth D. WUNK Southern Soul Radio, the podcast. We are back and better than ever. Well, this episode is going to be entitled News, Views, and so much more. I'm your host, DJ Smooth D. Uh, I am the owner and program director of WUNK Southern Soul Radio, uh, heard in over 55 countries around the world. So, I appreciate you listening uh, this week. Uh, today, we're just going to be talking about a lot of random topics that are going on in Southern Soul right now. I uh, hope you enjoy the podcast today and the download is available. Um, of course, it is on your favorite podcast platforms, places like iHeartRadio, of course, uh, Apple Music, and many others. So uh, join us, take a listen, and leave a comment. Uh, you can always go to WUNK Southern Soul Radio at AOL.com and give me your feedback. If you want more information, if you want uh, topics covered, if you have a question, if you have a uh, concern, a little heartburn, I want to hear from you. And I hope you enjoy uh, the, um, the commentary, the podcast that I have for this evening. Uh, we're talking today about... Southern Soul News, Views, and so much more. So, as you are aware, uh, it is the first weekend of uh, of April. And, of course, April 1st means the kind of the ushering in of the uh, the summer season or the, the outdoor season for uh, Southern Soul and uh, the blues and, of course, uh, a lot of different um events um and normally what blues shows entail are a lot of different artists uh they're held in many different places uh from coast to coast they are literally held all over the country and all over the world now um so a lot of artists are basically starting the summer season they're starting their um what i like to call the barnstorming or the chitlin circuit, as we used to say back in the day. It literally is uh, for a lot of folks and for a lot of people. So um, as you are aware, this is April 1st. If you're not a Southern Soul fan or if you're just a avid listener or a new listener to the genre, uh, as I've always said, it is a blend of Mississippi Delta blues Chicago blues, Texas blues, and your favorite soul classics. Um, if you want to learn more about Southern Soul and the opinions of me and what I've been through, you can go back to the previous podcast. I encourage everyone to download the previous ones, listen to them. Um, and this is just my opinion. It's not something that people have to go off of. Oh, and by the way, I don't be the foremost expert on southern soul i don't know everything i never have i never will a man that knows everything knows nothing um and uh i just want to say i was 
basically I am a reader of a lot of reports and a lot of research on Southern Soul. And this particular weekend, uh, there was a very, 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 very large annual event uh, down in one of the hotbeds of Southern Soul. Probably, I would dare to say, probably one of the the places where Southern Soul was innovated, it was created, which is Mobile, Alabama. Um, it's called Spring Fling. Uh, Spring Fling is one of the largest concerts that is had every year. It averages about 35 to 45,000 people from probably as far away as Europe. Uh, there, there have been reports of people coming from as far away as Europe uh, to that particular uh, area, but for the most part, it's for p- from people. Like for example, there is buses, which people fly, people take buses, people take everything to Spring Fling. Uh, Spring Fling has a number of artists. Um, it was eventful to say the least. Unfortunately, I did not attend, but I did read a lot of information on Southern Soul on social media, and I found myself. Um, looking at a lot of um, people that were either A, happy, or A, they were sad. Um, They were either disappointed, unhappy with a portion of it, Um, things like that. Uh, I saw where a lot of people were very happy. They were very excited. They were It's almost like a family reunion for a lot of artists and a lot of DJs and a lot of air personalities and people that are part of uh, the Southern Soul community, which it is. Um, a lot of the people don't, they don't get to see each other but once a year, maybe twice a year. And one particular time that they get to see everyone is Spring Fling. Spring Fling is a long standing tradition as far as a concert in Mobile. Um, I can personally say that I can remember. My first blues show was Spring Fling back in 1999, so we'll do the math later. But it was four or five of the most legendary artists at that time on one stage. They've never changed the venue. The venue has always been at what they call, at that time they called it the Greater Gulf State Fairgrounds. They still call it that, Um, but they call it now the Grounds, which was... The artist that I personally saw myself was uh, I saw Willie Clayton, Mel Waiters, Tyrone Davis, Marvin Cease, and I believe that was it. I believe that that's what I can remember. But the biggest thing that I can remember about that, it was the same crowd. <laughs> Excuse me. It was the same group of people. Um, in terms of the crowd size, no. It might have been maybe... 5,000 people. That was 20 years ago. But we, it was a high-quality show. I mean, if you wanted Marvin Cease, you got Marvin Cease in his, That, in my opinion, that was his heyday. That was his peak. Um, and I've listened to a lot of Marvin Cease. Um, but you had Willie Clayton. Uh, you had, at that time, a very, very, very uh, popular um, Mel Waiters, he was very popular then. Uh, this was his career never went down. It was his his health that went down. But anyway, 
that particular show, in my opinion, has become some of somewhat of a I won't call it. It's become more of a. It's not quality, it's quantity to the promoters of that show. Because I don't know if they still have bands there or not. From what I've saw and what I've seen over the last few years, it's a lot of tracks. Uh, you can get more done with tracks. I mean, it's cheaper. I mean, let's just be let's be honest and fair. Uh, the ethnicity of the show is 100% black. Let's just say 100% African-American. I can remember, uh, and we're reminiscing for a moment, but I think the quantity of the show is outrageous. It's too many artists. I mean, I know everybody wants to get up there and promote their songs and promote their music and promote their image. I get it. That's something I have no problem with. But to me, as a insider, as a air personality, as a lover of Southern Soul, I really believe that the concert should return to only three to four artists. Reason I'm saying that is because you get more quality than quantity. You can have a gangload of artists and that gangload of artists be one or two songs. That's fine. That's okay if you want to do that. If your pocketbook stands that better, great. Don't let me stop you. But if you want quality artists, like say, for example, you've got um, I believe the, the band is titled um, Velvet Soul. Um, Vic Allen, he's got a great band. Uh, Jay Wan's got a great band. Uh, most of the artists that do track shows, they've got a great band. You get what you pay for. So I say this to all of my promoter friends, and I don't have many, but hey, that's just me. There again, um, this is just an opinion. My podcast and WUNK Southern Soul Radio is just an opinion. As they say, the opinions are not solely expressed or solely part of some other, you know, um, entity. But I really believe that Southern Soul needs to get back to quality, quality music, quality sounds. There are very few. There are a lot of artists that are doing Southern Soul now that crank out quality music. But when they get ready to go on the road, for some reason, the promoters are not ready to pay for the band. If I was a promoter, I'd pay for it. I'd come out of my behind just to have that, that band sound. Another perfect example of a band back in the day that was amazing, we're going back to Marvin C's. Marvin C's had one of the top bands in the country for blues and soul music plain and simple, bar none. He had one of the best. I believe a lot of people don't realize this, but Southern Soul is a live music. It It's geared to live playing. It's geared to live people. Now, don't get me wrong. Your favorite bar your favorite watering hole. Yeah, you can have a jukebox. But when you're at a concert, a concert should be live. You should almost hear the record standing right next to you. Now, I'm, been, I'm a very fortunate person. 
I saw Southern Soul when it was in its kind of its its heyday or its infancy. That was '99. In my opinion, Southern Soul started around '94, '95. We had soul music. Oh yeah, soul music has never went anywhere. But the the in my opinion, the the essence of Southern Soul it came out in '95. It really did. But anyway, back to the continuing saga of Spring Flame. You can't have a whole microcosm of artists and not have some issues. Now, mind you, what has made Southern Soul so big now, it's exploded, is one thing, social media. It's not, as I say every time, it's not local, it's now global. You can hear Southern Soul on the West Coast now. You can hear Southern Soul on the East Coast now. As one of the commercials say in on our station, from Miami, Florida to Brooklyn, New York, and all in between. I can say this. I have heard what we call the blues up here in Alabama, Southern Soul, all the way in Miami. I heard it. It is social media that has taken this music to another level, entirely to another level. Ladies and gentlemen, I say this. That particular concert is one example of quantity over quality. I've heard I've heard much. I've heard some feedback from this particular event this past Saturday. And the feedback, in my opinion, was not good. Um, I'm not saying you can make everybody happy because you can't. You cannot. But you can at least, if you're going to crank out a product that brings in a particular, I won't even say a product. If you're going to promise, if you're going to make a promise for something, stand on your promise. If you can't do it, don't do it. Don't put yourself in that position. Now, mind you, as I heard old people say, money is the root of all evil. It really is. We could go, and I have been place to place listening to blues for probably the last eight years. Hadn't been in a while, but I, I'm going to eventually get back to it. But I have heard from many different people that some of the best blues shows were in the middle of the cow pasture, in the middle of the woods, and it was three, four hundred people were there. I remember, I remember going to a concert one time, and the concert was in somebody's backyard. Now, the place will remain nameless, but I tell you this, we had a good time that night. We did. So we're back to this again as far as my editorial or commentary about concerts. Doesn't matter how many artists you have. You can have one artist or a hundred. If that artist does not have 
in my opinion, we'll go even one better. If that promoter does not take the opportunity to make sure that they are backed up and ready, they will disappoint a lot of people. Now, I've got this from people front in my face, and I saw this. Spring Fling is not going to be what it used to be next year. A couple reasons why. Number one, entirely too many artists. I guesstimated probably 25 to 35 artists on one show. They probably did two songs apiece. The headliners did their 30 minutes to an hour. That was at the very end. They give you a option. Come early or come late. I can remember, as I said, we're just reminiscing for a moment. We're also discussing from now to then and from then to now. Number one. These are the blues shows that I remember. My first few. Gates opened at 12. Show started at 2. We were gone by midnight. It is what it is. Every artist had their own hour. Think about it. Marvin Cease, Mel Waiters, Willie Clayton, um, Tyrone Davis. Okay, let's just estimate this show for a moment. You think about the greats. Those were all four great artists. Marvin Cease. His average, his, his average show was probably an hour and 20 minutes. And that's not doing all his music. Let's just say everybody gets an hour and 20 minutes. One, two, three, four. Okay, that's four hours. And we're going to say another 80 minutes. So you're talking about four hours. The show started at two. We're getting ready to go home about seven, seven thirty. Okay. That doesn't count the band breaks. That doesn't count Miss Mary getting up there doing very, very raunchy comedic moments, which she's very funny. She is very funny. Um, and at that time, it was, of all people, you know him, you love him, Willie Lynch. That's right. From Dolomite's best friend. Yeah. He was the host a lot of times of those shows. He, oh, he, he, he was Johnny Taylor's MC for a long, long time. But you think about it. You had to swap bands. This is reasonings why a lot of these a lot of these concerts now don't have bands in them, which is actually a bad thing. You have bands to swap out. As the bands are swapping out, you've got great MCs like Miss Mary, Nikki DeMarks, uh, Beverly McDowell. If you want to come north up here, you've got. Daryl Lee, Roscoe Miller, you got, uh, well, I don't really consider Roscoe as an MC, but you had Jerry the Iceman Jackson, um, just to name a few. 
um, perfect example of an MC, a host. Um, Scott Banks over in Louisiana does a great show every year for his birthday. But anyway, back to the subject. If we think about it, I'm not saying that the old school is the best method. Not by any means. But I am saying this. Give your people what they want. Like the song said, give the people what they want. I really believe that a lot of these promoters are thinking more of a dollar than they are they're thinking of their people, their customers. That's why these concerts are like the way they are. I've seen them as high as, as I said, spring clean. 25, 35 artists on one bill. I've seen some of the promoters, we know automatically. They have a limited amount of time, so they do four artists. Great. Please put a band in some of these. It's probably not much difference as far as the money. I'm not a promoter, so I don't know. I don't know what it would cost me. I do know one thing. As a very, very observant insider in Southern Soul, that we need to do better. In terms of the quality, the promoters just need to do better. Just do better. Give you an example, a good example. Roscoe Miller, WKXM, Montgomery, Alabama. Now, he does that with Mother's Day. He does it. Right now, there is a Mother's Day concert that is coming first weekend of May or Mother's Day weekend, that Sunday. He is going to have, he's calling it the Kings. It's going to be King George, P2K, the Kang of Trail Riding Blues, Jeter Jones, and King Fowler. Likely, 100% likely, there will be a couple of bands there. Now, King George will have his band there. Jeter Jones will probably have his band there. Um, I don't know if King South has a band. I'm sure he does. He has become a really good artist. Um, But all I'm saying is promoters, insiders, people that are part of Southern Soul, take a look at the... Um, the aspect of, the, of the, the people. I've heard so many people say, why can't we go back to, why do we have to have track shows? It's one reason. It's money. It's money. It costs the, the artist more. They've got to charge the promoter more. But if the promoter does it right, he can make his money back plus more. Roscoe does about I dare to say maybe three to four big shows a year. Um, He does, I know he does the Mother's Day show. He does the Valentine's show. He does a show in the summer, and then he does a fall show. Four shows a year. He starts promoting his Valentine's Day show the last week of October. The last week of October. And Valentine's Day is the following February. So by February... I guess it's the 10th, between the 10th and the 14th. His concert is pretty much sold out. Pretty much. He's pretty damn close. 
Then on top of that, here's another good example. He will then start his Mother's Day promotion the day after Valentine's Day. As a matter of fact, I went to a show one year. He gave the Valentine's Day crowd a sneak peek at Mother's Day on the Jumbotron. The Spring Fling show, which I'm, I'm disappointed for a lot of folks, that Spring Fling show is promoted a year in advance. It's literally promoted a year in advance. They're already starting the promotion for next year. They already started for 2024. They really need to take a lesson from some of the the um, the people. Uh, I heard somebody say, and excuse me, um, sources will remain nameless, that the VIP was not a VIP. From what I gathered and what I've been reading, um, 60,000 people, it was crowded. It was, I heard some people say it was shitty. It was shysty. Which is always, there's always some, it's never anything right at a concert. It never is. There's always something wrong. And this has nothing to do with who we're working with, the artists, none of that. I have concert stories that will blow your mind. I do. I seen them firsthand. Uh, and I know. Um, they include artists having to get their own food. Um, the promoter opening the gate. Taking the door money and running off with it and not coming back to artists having to hop out of their truck and hop on stage. Yes, I said it. Hop out of their truck and hop on stage. Meaning, they would leave their hometown, drive to the concert, get changed, and go on stage. They drove themselves. Now, mind you, here's the thing. Some artists feel comfortable doing that. Some artists don't. It's all about the artist. That is just like a lot of promoters will not write into their contracts with the artists, rooms, hotel accommodations, food, things like that. There is horror stories in Southern Soul. Now, mind you, there are some good promoters. There are some that are shysty. There are some that are full of it. That is why I always say to fans, don't be surprised at what you see at a blues show. Don't be surprised. Don't let it surprise you. Because most promoters promote for money. They don't promote for the artists. And whoever hears this can hear it. I don't care because it's the truth. But I don't call any names or pull no chains. But if you holler, that's you. But I have been to blue shows where the people swore that we knew more about the show than the promoters did. And we did. We could
could tell you what's going on before it went on. Hot example. I'll give you one. There was a blue show I attended a few years ago. This particular blue show, mind you, was pretty good. I mean, it was a it was a fairly good show. We were we were as a radio station, we're not the type to expect promoters to pay our way in or anything of that nature. We still supported the promoters. We still supported the artists. We would buy our own tickets and go in. We would have our paraphernalia on. We would take pictures with the artists. We would speak to the artists. We would quickly interview the artists. We would ask the, always ask the artists, you got any music? Here's our email address. Send us the music as soon as we get back to uh, our offices, we will get you on the air. One particular night, it wasn't a night, it was an afternoon. We went to an afternoon show on a, I believe it was a Saturday, because um, we did both Saturday and Sunday. Um, this particular Saturday afternoon, very nice, uh, small crowd. It might have been three to 400 people, a little bit more, maybe, a little bit less. But anyway. The artists arrived as they did, as they were prompted on time. Um, and come to find out, after everyone had paid their way in and a lot of folks bought promotional tickets, the promoter disappeared. He did not pay all the artists. Now, mind you, it's simple and most people are like, okay, common sense. Here's how it works for Southern Soul in terms of artist payment. Most of the artists want you a want it they want an upfront deposit that locks your date in. Normally it's anywhere between twenty and fifty percent of the final cost of the artist. So let's just say for example, I'm an artist, fifteen hundred dollars gets you me for one show okay that $1,500 equates to about $700 in upfront deposits now mind you I'm a cheap artist now a cheap artist $1,500 okay you always ask the promoter hey do you want a track show or do you want a band show I want the promoter says to me I want a track show okay $1,500 Okay, in that fifteen hundred, I need seven hundred to secure your date. Now, mind you, that's not a full fifty percent. It's like forty percent. Okay, so I give you the you give me the forty percent. I send you what is called a contract. That contract basically says that, okay, I'll be there on so and so date. Now, mind you, you haven't given me any gas money, uh, money to eat with hotel anything you've given me a deposit of $750 or $700 excuse me so with that deposit secures your date now mind you there's any any way to do the final payment there are many different ways to do the final payment I've seen final payments done uh, in terms of the door meaning you give me the rest of my money when I get there some promoters pay the final payment one or two days before the artist gets there. And then sometimes you have these promoters that will say, hey, 
I'll pay you after the show's over. Okay. So mind you, when you say I'll pay you when the show is over, that means I arrive and hope you finish paying me. Okay. So here is the the good of the three. The good of the three is, okay, I pay you the full 1500 That's what some promoters do. They have that type of back money. Okay. You've got some promoters that will say, okay, I'll pay you when you get here. Now, that is, to me, more of the thing that you can do and everybody's happy. Now, the worst one is, okay, I'll pay you when you get off stage. That's the worst one. And that's the one that happens pretty regular. Now, you see a few promoters. I can name them on my hands that will say, okay, well, all right, it's been about a week. Okay, I've got the rest of the money. I'm going to pay you. That is when an artist should be tearing ass because you're going to want to work with that promoter. Now, the promoter that says, well, I'll pay you when you get here. Okay, it's a little iffy, but you've got an opportunity to get your money. The last one, most artists don't deal with them. Then you have another category, which happens also pretty regular, is that artists will say, or the promoter will say, hey, can I go ahead and put you on my show even though I haven't paid you a deposit or signed a contract? No. There are ins and outs of Southern Soul. There are ins and outs, more specifically, of the blues show, a blues concert. Now, you have the extreme opposite, on the other hand. Now, one of the best tours or best blues shows you'll ever want to go to is the Blues is All Right Tour. The Blues is All Right Tour is sponsored by Heritage Entertainment. Heritage Entertainment is probably one of the best blues promoters in the country. They get the artists paid. The artists are paid before they even go on stage. But you have to be ready to go to a major city to be able to attend one of those shows. Now, they're selling them out, mind you. I'm, I'm fortunate. I'm another, that's another fortunate thing that I can say that I went to the Blues is All Right Tour. I did one one time over in Atlanta, Georgia. This was, in my opinion, one of the best blues shows I've ever been to. Um, the roster of artists included uh, the likes of Lattimore, Bobby Rush, Bobby Bland, Mr. Bobby Blues Bland, Shirley Brown, and many others. One of the best shows I've ever been to. Plain and simple. You heard the hits. This was when Lattimore was doing My Give a Damn Done Gave Out a Long Time Ago. That Lattimore. Bobby Rush doing Garbage Man and Sue and Undercover Lover and just a few of his hits. This was when Bobby Bland was still, uh, he was still living. Now, mind you, he wasn't well, but he was living. Shirley Brown, absolutely amazing artist. I had never saw her in my life. Loved her to death. Another wonderful show. I went to, let's just say it's in the 4-5. Uh, if you're not from this area, 4-5 is Lowndes County. 
Um, now, this is a show that we talk about, you hear people say about the cow pastor um, out in the middle of the country. This was a good example. It was on somebody's plot of land. It was, I think they called it the Lowndes County Fest, but anyway, it had um, all I remember was Omar Cunningham and Denise LaSalle. Great show. It was a little cool that night. Great show. We had fun. But in those cases, there again, great shows, but they went off without a hitch. Now, there are a lot of aspects of concerts that people don't see behind the scenes. Uh, sound. Uh, one of the best sound guys is Disco Larry, Automobile. Daryl Lee is a great sound guy. Um, he does great. He does great with sound. He's a sound guy. Um, another aspect, the venue. Uh, one of the biggest ones for outdoor events is the weather. And I don't know if everybody's heard this story or not, but I was a weather driver one time. Uh, we attended a show in Tallahassee, Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, home of the Seminoles, home of um, just great weather. But there again, this particular promoter, remaining nameless, I don't call names unless it's something that I feel comfortable calling. And I still don't call nobody's name. But um I was going through, we were getting ready to attend a outdoor show uh, down there. And um, a few days before, the weather got bad. It got literally bad. Now, don't get me wrong. I might not have been the one to say this, but I was thinking of all these people that were going to a place that was very, very very wet. Um, but I hopped in a social media feed with the promoter and told him, I said, you need to really check the weather. Bad. He was like, no, I'm not going to worry about the weather. I'm not going to worry about the weather. I said, okay, cool. I said, but you got a lot of people coming down. We really need to. I ain't saying we in terms of me being the promoter, but I told him, I said, we need to look out for our folks. I was an air personality. I believed that my influence was music. And I still believe that to this day. Um, and so after a couple of days, there was no movement on the concert and the venue that it was going to be held in, which was going to be outside. So I proceeded to ask him again. He finally listened. He moved it to an alternate venue. But the venue was horrible where he moved it to because it was too small for the crowd that was going to be there. But it was because it was last minute. Ladies and gentlemen, there's another aspect of Southern Soul Blues concerts, the venue. You need to have a backup venue, promoters. If you're going to promote a show or you're having a show for a birthday party or whatever, have a backup venue. 
and mind you, make it something big enough everybody can attend to. Unless you know it's a black backyard party, which artists do backyard parties too. Backyard party is okay. You might not have but 25, 30 people. You might, it might be a small crowd of people, but when it's a blue show and it is a crowd of people, backup venue, there are a lot of aspects and I could go name by name by name by name of things that go on with these things that disappoint people. Food, the weather, the crowd, the promoter, the t-shirt guy. Mind you, that was a souvenir of blue shows. I don't know if it still is or not. Most blue shows, you got a shirt. You got a shirt. And the shirt reflected the date, the time, the place, excuse me, the artist. It reflected all of that. I've seen t-shirts in both ways. Wrong artist, wrong date. I've seen them the opposite. Wrong date, wrong artist. So everybody that's listening, if you're not an attendee of blues shows, please don't let me stop you from going to one. It's an experience of a lifetime. We're still doing it. But also be mindful, be careful when you go to one and understand that anything can go down. Artists may not show. Artists may say, hey, I'm not singing today because I didn't get paid. Artists may show up and all they may do is sing and leave. That's something that is going to happen. And then you've got the other extreme opposite. you got artists that just sing for hours. They just love on people. Now, 99% of the artists, that's one thing about blues shows. They will stop what they're doing. And we'll take pictures, sign autographs, talk to you, kiss you on your face, all that stuff. Then you've got some artists that don't don't want to deal with their fans at all. That's where you're losing money, guys, because everybody plays a part in this blue show. Everybody does. The promoter, the artist, even the fans do. Fans. A few things about the blue show. Don't expect to go home with everybody. Here's another one. Have your own stuff. Be prepared. A blues show is like going to church. Be on time. Don't go to whining about the fact that you showed up and your artist already sung. Don't come after church and expect the artist to come back up and sing for you. DJs, here's one for you. You don't play the artist's music that's singing it. Play everybody else. These are things from Boothman. Here's one more. Fans, when they say no grills, don't bring a grill. When they say no umbrellas, you want everybody to see, right? Everybody played $35, $45 for to see the artist. Artists, please allow the fans to talk to you if you have time. Please allow the artists to take pictures. Please, fans, 
I'm sorry. Artists, please allow the fans to take pictures with you. Don't charge them to take a picture when they're doing it on their phone. It should be free. If you have your music there, you know most people have their music on their phone. Don't ask them to buy a CD when they know good, you know good and well they're not going to buy one. Okay. Try something different. Here's a suggestion for all the artists. If you want to do something fun, and there are many different ways to do it, set up a digital purchase where they purchase the link from you for 5 or $10, and they've got it on their phone. They can do whatever they want with it then. If they lose it, they lose it. If they keep it, they keep it. That's on them. To all the promoters, stop selling tables. Tables are nothing but a headache waiting to happen. Unless you've got a group of people that say, hey, I want a table, don't sell tables. I've seen too many disasters with tables. Fans, we're back to this again. Buy your tickets early. If you know you're going. Now, if you don't know, yeah, that's a different thing. But if you know you're going, buy your tickets. Go ahead and buy them. Don't wait on your girlfriend, your baby daddy, uh, all of those folks. Buy your tickets. Set yourself up to where you can have a great time early. Now, if you know you're going, Get your cooler out. Clean it up good. Make sure you got plenty of chairs. Make sure you are prepared to spend the day. Because mind you, when you go to a blues show, you spend the day. Don't plan on going to work the next day. Family. With all that being said, I just want y'all to have a good time. I just want y'all to have a good time. These are the views and the viewpoints of DJ Smooth D and WUNK Southern Soul Radio and its sister stations is literally what it is. Call it whatever you want to call it. Thank you for the commentary. I know it was long. And now we're going to get to some more, I call this news. Um, I've got the latest and greatest top 20 from one of our favorite DJs, DJ The Don Davis. Tyrone Davis, who has just wowed me for a number of years. He played on, I don't know if he's still on there or not. I remember him from uh, the uh, American Blues Network. I don't know if he's still on there or not. I'm sure he is. It was the American Blues Network. It was um, Chuck Nobles. It was uh, Tyrone Davis. At that time, Nikki was on there, too. She was on there for a little while. Um, that's where I got my other taste of the blues, over in Mississippi. They play out of Hattiesburg, uh, not Hattiesburg. They play out of Biloxi on WJZ 94, which is, in my opinion, one of the best stations in Mississippi. Uh, the other one is outside of Hattiesburg with Al Love. Um, they have a great blues show over there every single year, Mother's Day. Laurel, Mississippi, they have the blues show out of uh, Carnage Park, which is in Montgomery. Uh, that's not really Montgomery. Let me take that back. That is actually Whitehall, which is there again back in the 4-5 Lowndes, Lowndes County. Um, ladies and gentlemen, I say this with all sincerity. I love this guy. Um, 
he has been a promoter of the blues since I started listening, which was many, many moons ago. Uh, it was Tyrone to Don Davis. It was uh, Chuck Nobles, uh, Mickey DeMarks. Um, at that time, it was, I forgot the man's name. He was an older guy in Pensacola. Uh, he was on the uh, Pensacola station. Um, great guy. Uh, Jimmy Daughtry over here in, over in Dothan has become one of the blues, uh, blues, I call it, I guess, blues DJs, Al Love, um, the blues doctor over in Atlanta, Dr. Love over in Atlanta, shouts out to them, um, I thank y'all, but the, uh, right now, the number one single right now is by Gina Jones saying, put it on me, uh, in the top 10 right now, Karen Wolf, number two, with Let's Play. Uh, one of the hottest singles right now in Southern Soul is by the PC band called Turner Loose. And if you don't know, go listen to the song. Great song. Um, many different artists on there as well. Uh, Lady Blues with Good Woman, great song. Bobby Rush has entered the charts right now with a... Uh, I guess an updated version of One Monkey Don't Stop No Show. We've got Uncle Charlie at number 16. Uh, him and Big Rob doing My Groove On. Tucker, Mr. Sam, uh, X-Men Parker, and many others. Uh, they've got some new new artists. Well, they're not new, but new music. Miss Brown Sugar. Uh, let me say something about Miss Brown Sugar real quick. Um, I know she got a Mr. And it's okay. That's another one of my many crush women of Southern Soul. Um, shouts out to her. New single, Good Woman. Good women get tired of or get tired too. Okay, they get tired too. Okay. Uh, David Brinston, um, Clay, Clay Red, uh, re-entering the charts. King George. What a phenomenal artist. Um, He's been on the charts since Keep On Rolling. Uh, so, you know, he's been off and on as well. Shouts out to two of my favorite artists. They're on the rise as well with Two Step, Mr. Sam and Vic Allen, TK Soul, Hard to Move On, and many others. So thank you so much to uh, Tyrone, the Don Davis, and his uh, Soul Blues Top 20. Um, all I can say is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is that the blues show is an integral part of Southern Soul, but it can also be detrimental. Uh, we really need to, as a community, some of the things that we're doing wrong, we need to correct them ASAP, as soon as possible, or this music will be, will vanish off of the earth. Uh, we just, I mean, just days ago, we lost one of the greats of, Soul Blues, Miss Peggy Scott Adams, uh, her countless hits with Jimmy Lewis and JoJo Benson, um, and of course her classic hit, uh, Bill, um, very, very, very classy lady. Uh, she will be deeply missed. Um, and like I said, we're, we're in here with an understanding that this music is supposed to grow and to be a great music. But there again, we've got our hangups. We've got our issues. We've got um, concerns that need to be addressed. Um, shouts out to all the fans. Thank you so much uh, for.
for the listen up and for the podcast. I hope you continue to listen. This is a new podcast uh, that we're revamping and restarting. Um, and of course, we'll have the other podcast that's coming back really, really soon is uh, um, the mix show. It's called Soul Blues Mix Radio. Uh, if you don't have a listen, go take a listen. Uh, it is part of, I tell you, the best place to listen to all of our podcasts. It is on iHeartRadio. Um, take a listen. You'll enjoy uh, the mixes that we've had up. We've had them up for quite a few years, but they are now available for us to be able to uh, give them to you. Basically, allow you to listen and enjoy. Take them with you wherever you go. Tell your friends, family, loved ones. Hell, you can tell even the dog if you want to. But we're back. Uh, WUNK Southern Soul Radio, the podcast, uh, news, views, and all that good stuff. And, of course, Soul Blues Mix Radio. Uh, WUNK Southern Soul Radio, it is on TuneIn. And, of course, you can also listen on streaming live on Shoutcast. Uh, you can listen to, which is coming soon, coming back. We are working on it diligently. WUNK Gospel Inspirations. Shouts out to my sister, uh, the one and only DJ Unique. Rest in peace, baby. We love you so much. Um, and, of course, we have uh, a couple of stations that we're going to revamp. Hopefully, we can reorganize and relaunch WUNK Hip Hop Radio. Uh, if I have any artists that are listening that would love to be on a platform that is in over 57 countries, please let me know. Um, you can get me on social media, uh, D, DJ Smooth D Brown. And, of course, you can also reach us on um, via email, WUNK Southern Soul Radio at AOL.com. Uh, please look out for us. We're definitely here to help, assist, and make your career and your music even better. Um, and, of course, we have our new station, brand new, uh, just launching as well, WUNK Jazz Radio. Uh, your favorite slow, sexy R&B, um, of course, traditional jazz, and, of course, your favorite contemporary jazz. So, please join us. Uh, we're all over. Um you can just simply Google us and you'll find us all over. So, again, thank you so much for listening. Uh, this is WUNK, the podcast, uh, blues show concerts, news, and more. I am your host, DJ Smooth D. Thank you for listening, loving, and enjoying the station and your podcast. You guys have a great day. Take care of yourself. Love each other and, of course, continue to support the blues. Have a great one.